This is All Things Therapy, where we are changing consciousness, one conversation at a time. And I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. Hello there. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I am Lisa, and this is episode number 310. And I'm so excited to have an international guest with us today in just a couple of minutes. Yosham is a personal leadership expert, and he really transformed his life by realizing he was in a corporate job that wasn't satisfying or bringing him happiness. And he managed to work his way into becoming an entrepreneur and helping so many other people find this path for themselves. I'll tell you a little bit more about him in a couple of minutes. Stay with me and tuned in because he has a lot to offer us and is coming from Portugal today, which is so awesome. If you don't know me, welcome. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I offer sessions virtually through Zoom, FaceTime, and phone. And if you're having a hard time with anything, please reach out and book a session with me. I love being a therapist. I've done this for over 20 years. I'm passionate about personal transformation and helping you find your way. If you're on video, you can see my therapy cat, Smelly, in the background. She's my beautiful calico that loves being in podcast and Zoom therapy sessions, just as a heads up. And reach out to me through my website, which is nolatherapy.com, N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com. It stands for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy, reflecting my two favorite cities where I live. And today I'm coming live to you from New Orleans, Louisiana. And at nolatherapy.com, you can see the offerings that I offer to you in addition to therapy sessions, an online empowerment class, as well as my book, The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness, endorsed by His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. And I am going to move right into the guest portion of our show. It's my favorite portion of the podcast and why I started it in 20, oh my gosh, 2016 and episode 310 today. So y'all, Yosham Dulard, like I said, is a personal leadership expert. He's a purpose coach, a public speaker. And he's founder of the company and the podcast called Dream Builders. And he's at dreambuilders.com, D-R-E-A-M-B-U-I-L-D-R-S.com, where you can get unstuck if you're feeling stuck and live what truly matters to you. And Yosho, I'm going to bring you into the stream. Welcome. Hey, Lisa. Thank you so How much for you? having me. You're I'm welcome. Thank you for joining us from Portugal. Yes, yes. International guest, right? <laughs> like Absolutely. How so, are you? You started to say. I am I'm doing great. Like we we just talked in uh, before before we got started. I had some very eventful months and I'm uh, looking forward to have a sort of a small summer break. The it's actually starting on Saturday, so I have four more days of working and then uh, 
I'll have two weeks off to enjoy summer. I will go to, to Italy to reboot, relax, uh, enjoy the food, of course. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I will fly to the Netherlands to, um, to go back to my family. I'm Dutch. Uh, yes. And, uh, and reconnect there. Uh, I have a, a friend who is marrying, one of my best friends. So I'm really looking forward to catch up with some of my old friends back from high school still. It's going to be so awesome. It's going to be so awesome to reconnect with all those people because, yeah. It's nice to, to be surrounded by my old friends that I haven't been seeing for a while. It's always nice to see what they're up to now, you know, like uh, it's been 20 years ago or so. So that's, that's been, amazing. Yeah, that's very cool. And uh, yeah. You know, and I'm thinking how wonderful to have the freedom, the flexibility to be able to do what you're about to do going on holiday. And to me, it leads really right into the way you changed your own life and transformed it from from being and feeling stuck was my sense into where you are now. And I wonder if you can share with our audience, Yosham, what that journey was like for you. Sure, sure. So I think to to start off, like I, I've always been very fascinated about living a life of purpose and what it means to, to live up to your fullest potential. And I think one of my big inspirations for that was my father. He has been a trainer and coach um, in personal leadership as well. <laughs> So uh, he has been a huge sort of yeah, inspiration. And I remember when I was about, I think, 10 years old, I was sitting in the living room of my house on the couch uh, with my brother. And my father came down on the, was an ordinary Monday or Tuesday or so. And he came down with two presents. Uh, mm. And we were unwrapping it at the same time, my brother and I. And apparently, we got the same book and the same book title. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the book title was, Why Did You Come to, to Planet Earth? And basically, that explained in very simple language, because it was a book for kids, it explained that we all have a sort of unique purpose and a unique edge, something special about ourselves so that we can contribute, let's say, to the bigger whole and that we're here for a specific reason, um, like everybody else, all the humans, uh, but also everything that works in the universe. So the stars are here for a specific reason, uh, even the plants and the animals right on our planet. Yes. Um, and the point is that, um, you know, that has been on the background of, of my life. So I've always been very interested in personal development and these kind of topics. Did it mean that I was always living a purposeful life? Sure. <laughs> um, but I think that eventually getting to understand what your purpose is or how to live out what really matters to you might not be as hard as many people think it is. I think it's just that. You know, many people have been trained, designed and programmed to sort of fit into society or to to conform to what you're expected to be. You know, the kind mm -hmm. of typical lawyer or uh, or you have to be, uh, you know, a lawyer or so by your parents or a doctor or by your family or by your cultural construct or to follow a certain career type, a certain success story. Yes. And I think it has been, you know, a barrier for most of us to just step out of that matrix and commit to living out who you truly are. And I sort of experienced the same. So I worked many years for uh, almost a decade for a Fortune 500 company, mm -hmm. Unilever, where I had an amazing time, by the way, for the, the first eight years. So I've been through lots of different areas of the, of, of the company through sales, finance, and also supply chain. But in my last job, I got completely stuck in the things mm -hmm. that I was doing uh, because I, my company went through a reorganization 
And I was one of the, the talents that they wanted to keep, but they put me into, or they offered me a job that I didn't really like, but I took okay. it. Mm. Um, and because I didn't like it, I got energetically drained and, uh, <laughs> and I got home with headaches and I was like, well, that's not really the meaning of living a purposeful life, yes. a life that encompasses everything that a human needs to live on this planet, to be enriched, to be meaningful, to be impactful. And also to live more in, in community and unity, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so when I started out to live out what truly mattered to me and I decided to, to quit my corporate job, that's when I got tons of energy back into my life. Wow. And also I sort of automatically rolled into my purpose. And, you know, also the great feeling that comes when you do that. Like I said, I got back tons of energy. Uh, my days were infused with meaning and also sort of, you know, touching the lives of others. And that's sort of in a nutshell also how I started Dream Builders, in which I now help others also to step in their purpose because I think it's so uh, important nowadays, right? Yeah. It is so important nowadays. And how would you define personal leadership, Yosham? Well, I think there, there are a couple of things, right? So I think that personal leadership and personal transformation sort of uh, go hand in hand. If I look to my own personal transformation, which I would probably define as to really reestablish that connection with your unique self um, or with your true self so that your life really becomes an expression of who you truly are. I think that's where personal transformation is about. It's doing the things that really matter to you and, and then acting yeah. on it. I think personal leadership then is really owning that part and starting to do it is when you sort of let, of go, let go of who you truly are and really start becoming more aligned with, with who you are so that you attract the right people, places and things around you uh, that are in harmony with your energy and your thoughts. Um, and so personal leadership is, is the ownership part of your personal transformation. Personal transformation is more looking inside of yourself and looking, what do you truly want? What do you desire? Um, what does your heart really want? And really being open to that part of transformation, being real honest with yourself about mm -hmm. what it is that you truly want out of your life, whether that's in work, whether that's in your relationships, or whether that's the place you want to live in, uh, you name it. And then the leadership is, of course, you taking that action, uh, not just action, but inspired action. Inspired so I think action, there, yeah. there's a difference between the two. Uh, inspired action yeah. comes, again, from, from what you desire and what, what you truly want. You know, as you were just speaking, I jotted down a question and I'm curious, how did you deal with the fear, Yosham, of leaving what I imagined to be and sounds like was a really stable job, stable yeah. employment mm -hmm. that you could count and depend upon? How did you deal with the fear of leaving that to start your own thing? <laughs> that was hard, uh, you know, working uh, for corporates. I remember you know, having a very comfortable job, um, a very comfortable career, living a very luxurious life. Um, and I don't know how they describe it in English, but in the Netherlands, they say sort of the golden cage that you're stuck in. So experiencing yes. all the luxuries of, um, you know, we, in the Netherlands, we had a lot of holidays, for example. I had more than 30 days of holidays to enjoy. Um, health insurance, uh, yeah. good salary. I lived in a very beautiful apartment. And then to just give that all up, you know, that's, yeah. a, that's a huge step. So there were a couple of things in my life that really inspired me to deal with that, to deal with that fear. Um, and I think the first one is what I just said is just to be, be really open to yourself 
and honest to yourself about what you really want. And I was in a situation where I was completely stuck in the things that I was doing, where I got energetically drained. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew how it felt to be in flow, to be effortless, because um, from the age of 15, I've always been training and coaching young athletes. That was, by, by the way, one of my favorite things that I, that That's I, awesome. that I did. Yeah, I've been an athlete uh, from the age of six or so. Uh, yeah. And I had a couple of trainers that really inspired me. And I was like, you know, one, one of those days I also want to be like them. I want to bring people together, train groups, coach people. Um, and back then that was in athletics. And I did that on Wednesday nights and Saturday mornings. And I really loved that. I got lots of energy out of that every mm -hmm. time I came back. And so I knew, so you knew that my, what it felt like. I knew what it felt like. I knew that somehow my, my career might need to be shifted in that direction. Mm -hmm. And then also I had a couple of people coming along my life that gave me the inspiration to make a certain move because they made the move. So I had a, a Chinese girl when it was back in 2016, when I just made a promotion into, uh, into being a finance business partner. And I came into the team and um, the girl really helped me to, to with the handover and getting familiar to, to me, get familiar to be in the team and get to know the people and how the processes worked. And after some time in the job, after a couple of months, she got sick. And so she went on sick leave. Mm. Uh, that was a bit hard for her. And she got extremely bored when she was at home. And so one of the things that she started doing was she started drawing out of the blue. And she noticed that she was extremely talented in wow. drawing. And so what she did on WhatsApp, she sent the team and us, she sent us pictures of what she was doing. And it was like Van Gogh quality. We were like, wow, how is this possible? Wow, yeah. How is this possible? You know, that's extremely beautiful. She was so talented. And we were like, well, maybe you need to do something with it. But um, then she came back after her sick leave. And it was on a Monday morning that we always had our team meetings. And we were sitting in our meeting room all together with the six of us. And she declared to us when she came back that she was going to resign. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, you're probably going to continue your career somewhere else or elsewhere. And actually, <laughs> she was like, uh, no, I'm not. I'm moving to Italy, Florence, for four years to do a bachelor in arts. Wow. Wow. And we were like, whoa. You know, Amazing. Most, you know, most of the people were like, wow, how, how are you going to do that? How are you going to pay the bills? You know, you're 30 years old. How are you going to make that move? And I actually got very inspired by that move. And I told her like, well, that's a very brave and courageous move mm -hmm. to just commit to that journey and, and be real open about yourself to discover who you truly are, even yeah. at the age of, let's say, 30 or so, that you can still make a step like that and start studying. Sometimes we forget that um, or sometimes we think we can only make a certain step to start studying or start doing something else when we're young. But she actually showed that the opposite. She showed me what was possible. And mm -hmm. to myself, I thought that if she can do that, I can do that as well one day. So that has been a huge inspiration for me. So those kind of things really helped me to sort of make, make the move as well to, um, to start exploring you know, who I really am. And, um, and I'm still continuing that journey, of course. So there's... <laughs> You know, there's something in the story that I picked up on and, and 
I'd love to hear your thoughts on this is you're talking about energy and how mm. even in your former career, at one point you were energized and then you weren't. It's like it was lifeless, almost like you're dragging yourself along and you wanted to feel that inspiration like you did when you were coaching athletes and like you felt earlier on in your corporate career. And this yeah. this woman, you know, that just radically changed her course of life based upon sick leave and, and really tapping into her artistic potential. In my experience, there's like an energy, like a moment that you have to really act on that impulse. And it's kind of like the make it or break it moment that either you're going to strike out in a new direction or you're not, and maybe kind of miss that moment of opportunity. Cause I know I felt similarly at the age of 43 when I was suddenly inspired to live in Los Angeles having never lived there, visiting one time over 10 years before and just flying in for a weekend and renting an office for a year. And, and it seemed very irrational to people around me, but I knew in my heart, if I didn't make the change now that I'm never going to do it. And it's been eight years and it's wonderful. And I can't imagine my life without <laughs> Los Angeles for you. Would you, do you think there's also that moment of inspiration where it's so important to act instead of go backwards or stay still because of your fear? Well, like at that point in time, back in 2016, I I didn't have the courage yet to just simply pull the plug from um, from, uh, from from my corporate job. Also, just because I was in a, a couple of months into a job that I, that I liked yeah. and where I got promoted into. Um, but that didn't mean that I already knew that I was, um, that I wanted to do something else, you know? Yes. Um, because I was training and coaching young athletes back at that time as well. I knew that somewhere in the future, I wanted to do something else. And I also needed to build in time to explore more of what I then really wanted to do. I think that part was very important to me. So um, on the back, I've always been um, sort of saving money as well. Mm -hmm. Because I knew I needed some time. And I knew I also wanted to visit a lot of uh, personal development events, retreats, masterminds okay. around the world. So yeah. I kind of already made a plan. So yes, I took inspired action back from that time because I made a plan already, but that didn't mean I could already just say like, um, I'm resigning today and right. I leave everything behind because I wasn't just financially not ready for it. And also not yet in my, in my, in my, in my mind and in my, in my soul to take that step. But you know, I, I had things planned out already for some time. Yeah. Well, which I think it's different for everyone that you had the insight to start planning before you made the move and mm. the change, but you did make the change. And it sounds like you knew the moment to actually make the change, right? Because yeah. your preparation met opportunity and it was like, this is time. This is the right time for me. Yeah, actually everything sort of came together because I always knew that I wanted to do something else. Yeah. Um, then, of course, I was energetically drained in the job, mm -hmm. so I didn't get any energy out of it. Um, and the beautiful thing was that I had a, I took a sabbatical right at the point that that we had a reorganization and I was supposed to go into the new job. Mm -hmm. I wanted a sabbatical to just see what it would be if I um, if I already could explore a little bit more about myself. So I took a sabbatical for three months in which I started volunteering in Sri Lanka where I did mm. sports coaching as well. And it was an amazing period, very eye-opening. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 
it, it was very cool. I took my mom out to, to hike in France in the, in the mountains. That was always something that I always wanted to do for a very long time. Um, just because for the fact that she also took us to the mountains and, you know, the Netherlands, everything is flat. So <laughs> we love those kind of experiences. Yes. Um, and I also took the opportunity, for example, to travel to, to California because I had a couple of friends that I met while studying in Switzerland roughly 15 years ago. And I always promised them, you know, one day I'll travel to you guys and we'll have an amazing time. So these kind of experiences I already wanted to incorporate in my life to yes. regain energy. Yes. To see what it would mean like if I would, you know, take more, I wouldn't necessarily say control of your life, but if I would build in and design experiences that I really loved and what it would do with me. Um, and because of yes. that, I got much more energy. Um, and then a couple of months later, after I came back from my sabbatical, I knew that I was going to, to quit the job and, um, and really search and, and really step into that self-discovery journey even more, even more. Um, so that's what I started doing back then. Yeah. You know, and I love you keep bringing the conversation to self-awareness, knowing oneself. And I think that is such an important aspect in finding our purpose and living it. How do you help people tap into and find their purpose, Yosham? That's a very good question. Yeah, it's like there are so many, uh, I would say, methodologies in order to find your purpose. Um, anything from, you know, modern ways to, to ancient ways to spiritual ways. Um, I think, you know, some, some kind of things that really helped me is, for example, to like, it's sort of a no brainer is to get a coach and to, to really find out what, um, to, what your purpose is, because someone else can really help you with that. Mm -hmm. um, books of Sin and Sinek really helped me to understand my why and yes. how you can put that into a sort of a one liner. Uh, then there are several other tools in order to yeah, like more, for example, astrology or numerology. These are more like the, I would say the, the spiritual things, but they also yeah. help me in, in another way. Human design was a pretty yes, cool one yes, absolutely. That, that really helped me. Um, but then also looking at simple ways, such as how our ancestors lived. And one of the mm -hmm. things that I always use in, 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 in my coaching is uh, is ikigai you can see it here yeah um but apparently there are a couple of you know areas in the world they call it then blue zones where people tend to live considerably longer healthier and happier mm. than anywhere else on the planet uh they call them blue zones okay i'm, right, and, I'm taking a note on that thank you and apparently what happens in these blue zones uh is that they, they those people have a couple of common factors in place um so they eat healthy, they exercise regularly, uh, they often live and work in community. Mm. And the last one, they all have an integrated life purpose. So a reason for being um, and to fill their days with meaning. And in Sardinia and in Italy, they call that uh, plan de vida. So life plan. I like and that. And in uh, Japan, they call that ikigai. So your reason for being or the thing that really gets you up in the morning, what yes. gets you inspired. And you know, people in Okinawa, or at least in, in Japan, in that area, they believe that if your days are filled with, with Ikigai, your days are infused with meaning. And in order to get to your Ikigai, you can ask yourself actually four simple questions. Um, it's often sort of intersection where your interests, um, your natural qualities and your bias for action aligns. 
So the first question you should ask yourself is what you are really good at. Mm. So what your natural strengths are. And well, often this perhaps is difficult to think to think about for yourself, for yourself. But what you, for example, can do, there is an online assessment that's called the Strengths Finder 2.0 that I took as well. And this really helps you to understand your five top strengths. Uh, but I would also advise other people to uh, to just ask a colleague or a friend or a coworker or a business partner, whatever you're working with, you know, what the reason is why they actually want to want to work with you or want to be with you. And you, you will often be surprised by the input that you got, because I remember when I was still studying, I did my master's in business administration in Lisbon, in mm -hmm. Portugal. And after every semester, we did sort of a roundup of the projects that we worked in. And all of us, when we worked in projects for four or five, we would give each other feedback about what we did very well sure. and about what we could improve. And back in that time, people already told me like, yeah, you're a very good host or you can uh, lead groups very well. Yes. Back in that time, I was like, what do you mean? I, I had absolutely no idea that, that that was something that came very easy to me. So that was like a huge eye opener for me. So what's the thing that you're really good at? I think those two things. And then the second question is what do you love to do? Mm. Um, well, this, this is something that like what, what gets you inspired? Uh, yes. What do you really want to work on? Um, for me, that is, that is bringing people together in events, uh, building retreats, uh, hosting events, and doing my podcast like you, Lisa. Yes, yes. Talking with other people, having meaningful conversations, designing spaces where we can have those meaningful conversations mm -hmm. and inspire others to accomplish their personal quests. So these are things that I really love. But, you know, we're all different, so. And you're on the <laughs> way to them because you have a retreat coming up in Portugal, September 8th to 11th this year in 2022. I know you're designing a space as well to bring people together yes. to have yeah. conversations on meeting and purpose. So you're really activated and, and living these values yes. that you have. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. It's also part of my vision board. And I remember when I made my first vision board about 10 years ago, that I printed out pictures of me um, yeah, traveling the world, for example, hiking in the mountains, surfing on remote beaches, skiing, yes. but also the working part where I will be hosting on stage and uh, conducting podcasts and building events. And while I was still in corporate, I had no idea how I was going to do that. Right. But having that vision board that really allowed me to sort of get it into my subconscious and get it to be part of my system and now 10 years later i'm looking back and i sort of achieved everything so oh my gosh. that's Amazing. really that's really nice and so i would advise people to build a vision board as well um, that's what works very well just to have look at it every single day um, i made myself a new vision board about a year ago mm -hmm. and it's roughly the same but it's now expanded yes <laughs> so With what you know is possible exactly so now I learned that I just put only moonshots in it and not just small things that I really love to do, but I put really big things into it because you never know what's really possible, what you can achieve. Um, I love what you're saying. Yes. But the, the third thing, Lisa, of Ikigai is, so if you know what you're good at and if you know what you love to do, then the third thing is what the world really needs, like what kind of problems you would like to fix. Mm. Um, and of course, there are tons of problems that, that you might want to fix. Um, but 
a way to look at this is really cool because the United Nations, they have uh, built, I think, 17 sustainable development goals that really help to make this planet more prosperous and more peaceful. So if you really don't know what you want to work on, I advise you to have a look at that because it could range anything from ending poverty to reducing uh, inequality to preserving the oceans and the forests um, to promote well-being and health, uh, provide good quality education. That's, for example, what I like to do. Um, yeah. But have a look at those goals and see what resonates with you on, on the sort of problems that are out there in the world that you want to fix, because that's a way that you can make your Ikigai even more meaningful yes to really contribute on on those things and then last but not least the fourth question of your ikigai will be very important how you will be paid for it mm, yeah <laughs> so is that working for someone else for an employer is that um having a side hustle uh, is that working as an entrepreneur or freelancer you know think about what's your ideal way of of, of, get, of getting paid because at the end of the day we all need to pay our bills right so yeah, following these four steps, I think that will pretty much lead you to have much more awareness about what drives you, you know, what gives you that fire in your belly. Um, and it also gives you a platform to sort of go out there into the world and um, make a difference and, you know, make a positive impact and really make a change and disrupt and whatever you wanna, want, want to do and really live out who you truly are. So. Thank you for yeah. this template and <clears throat> and series of questions. It's beautiful, Yosham. Yeah. How can how can people find you and learn more about dream builders and get involved if they are interested and want more? Oh well, you can like like you said in your introduction, you can of course visit my website, uh, dreambuilders.com, or you just I'm always open to have like I love to have meaningful conversations, Lisa, like we are having right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, about life purpose, about realizing who you truly are and ways that we can let go of who we are not. So you can always get in contact with me on my social media handles. Uh, my name, Jochem Dolaert, which you spell as J-O-C-H-E-M-D-O-O-L-A-A-R-D. Um, you can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. So yes. see there and connect with me. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you so much for your wisdom and your time. And I love what you're doing in the world. And I look forward to joining you in Portugal or somewhere on this planet. Well, Lisa, I really hope that we can uh, really see each other because I'm, I'm, I'm building wonderful spaces. So you are. You're invited to whenever, you. whenever it's up to be there as well. And I would really like to thank you to, to give me a platform today to, to share my, uh, my vision as well on, uh, on living a life of purpose. You're so welcome. And I hope you have the best holiday and retreat in September. I will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Bye, Yosham. Bye-bye. That concludes my show today here on All Things Therapy with Yosham of Dream Builders. So powerful, the four questions he offered for us to ask ourselves. And I would suggest to periodically ask yourself, yourself those questions to make sure you're on track with your mission and living your purpose if you notice your energy dropping in any way, shape, or form. And with that, I want to thank you for tuning in and offer you a couple of cool things from my sponsors. Amazon Music sponsors this 
podcast. They offer you three free months of music downloads to try them out. Simply go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash ATT, standing for all things therapy, as well as Audible sponsors this podcast. They will give you a free audiobook download of your choice. My book is there. I am the narrator, The Chiron Effect by Lisa Tahir, as well as 100,000 plus other titles. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. And if you like and enjoy what I'm doing, please subscribe, rate, and review, as well as become my sponsor through patreon.com forward slash all things therapy. And with that, all of my love. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all things therapy on the platform you're listening from. Connect on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at NOLA Therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy, reflecting my two favorite cities. And let's keep changing consciousness one conversation at a time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.